Good evening. On a Thursday night, we have a great session and podcast for you. I'm Kurt, this is Buckets, and our dear friend Leon. Hi, how are you? I look a lot more bigger now because I changed my resolutions on my screen. So that way, instead of having this whole gigantic background, I need a small, thin me. That doesn't represent me literally because I'm a fat bloke, so there you go. So it's not the lasagna, it's just legit. You're just zooming in. So, Oh, mate, I haven't had lasagna in ages, man. I'm going to have some lasagna tomorrow night now. I want to welcome our new and current subscribers and viewers. So tonight's topic is going to be laid back, chill, fun. Tonight we're talking about virtual holidays. So let's get started. Since the world is in a pandemic and international and domestic flights aren't happening for the next two to three years, Virtual holidays are the next big thing. What would that look like in the future? Virtual reality headsets. The first question is, is virtual holidays the way of the future? Leon? I hope not because I there's nothing better than going to a place, you know, uh, you know, first-hand experience, not second-hand experience, aka a virtual tour, you know. I would rather be feet on the ground where I'm going. So that's me, but unfortunately... Due to the pandemic, as you said, that's out of the question right now. So I suppose we're just going to have to do virtual stuff. I'm going to be doing something virtual tomorrow morning by tuning into virtual YouTube to watch this virtual ABBA special at 2.45 a.m. tomorrow, virtual morning. But do you think that this is the way of the future? Um, uh, Yes, sadly. Um, I mean, look, there's nothing I would uh, like more than to basically go to the Blue Mountains and... um, or go to Janolan Caves and climb um, uh, and see all the beautiful crystals in, in Janolan Caves. I've but been to Janolan Caves. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Um, but I know, when I, was the last time you went to the Blue Mountains? The, the last time? This is funny. So yeah. you actually live in Penrith, right? And, the, and Blue Mountains really was like two stations away from me. Um, but even though it was only two stations away from me, I hadn't properly visited the Blue Mountains um, three years ago, for real. Three years ago. Okay. Well, well, the last time I was there was over 10 years ago. Try That was a lot more fun when you're at the Blue Mountains and you go down the scenic railway. It starts uh-huh. up like this. And it just does a straight drop down. That scares the living you-know-what out of me. What I'm trying to have say. You, have you, when was the last time you've been on a scenic railway? Have you been on it? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I have. And um, it's actually. Does the crap out of you when you're going straight down? What I found funny about it was the fact that it actually had the Indiana Jones music when you go down. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does too. I forgot about that. And the other thing it had was they actually have something called, I know I'm getting off topic, but they actually have something called Fool's, uh, Fool's Road. And and, and my brother had an ex-girlfriend um, that was actually Irish. And if anyone knows what Falls Road is, that's le- legit the divide between Northern Ireland and the other Republic of, sorry, Northern Ireland and the Catholic side of Ireland. Um, and and I, we were, um, my brother's ex-girlfriend and his, uh, so her two brothers. And the first thing they said was, oh, my God, they, they actually have a Fool's Road <laughs> kind of thing. I can't believe they got a Fool's Road. But, yes. Um, that, We're not that really was... getting off topic. We're still staying on topic. We're still talking about virtual tours. And stuff. Uh, I, I would be I'd be nice if, like, if, if they did a, a virtual tour of that, you know, with the Indiana Jones music intact. <laughs> so, yeah. I have I, to I start checking YouTube now to see if they've actually done that. 
anyway, what, let's going back to your question because we're getting so what, what, what about what about you, Cat? What about you, Cat? About virtual, about virtual um, tours. Sadly, as buckets would say, I I strongly agree with the idea that virtual holidays are the way of the future because even though we're in a pandemic and going to be in a pandemic pandemic for the next few years, whether you're fully vaccinated or not, virtual holidays are something that I think companies are probably now investing in to, to work on. And because we can't pack our bags and save up money and pack our bags and go to say America or Canada or Italy or Paris or wherever, I think virtual holiday is where you put on the VR headset and you get that escapism. It's so real that even when you put your hands out to feel things, it's like you're actually there. So you, it's like, imagine putting on your virtual reality headset and you're about to board a plane mm. and the stewardesses go, welcome aboard Boeing, blah, blah, blah. You know, welcome. And the captain welcomes you. You sit, you, you, you feel the plane taking off and then you arrive at your destination. You go to your hotel and, you, you know, you sort of, even if you're, sta- even when you're standing in your home and you go to like a beach or a museum or a park or somewhere, uh, a theme park, it feels like you're actually standing there and you can see things and you can interact with people. And it's sort of, is it the way of the future? I think so. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but um, like, you know, uh, you, you had a Nintendo 64. And no, I never uh, had one. Anyway, go on. But um, if you wanted the extra effects of um, being shot or shooting other people, right, um, you could actually get rumble packs, which would um, vibrate the controls, right? So um, if, if you had sort of like a vibrate pack or something of the like, and then attach it to your head or your fingers or arm, just like what you've well, got. There you go, there you go. Get a, get a controller like this. This is yeah. basically an Xbox controller, but it works on the PC. Um, but it, it, wouldn't it, really, it, it wouldn't really be that hard to actually feel the material of things feel the um, vibration of cliffs, um, feel the vibration of signs, feel the vibration of plants, uh, if it was properly um, upgraded. Um, So um, even though you're not physically going there and touching the plants, touching the fauna, touching the the rock, I could imagine that it would be, it would, there would be a way to kind of create it instead um so i i can i could actually see the potential of that in the future would that be hang on wouldn't that be funny right if you have your virtual you both you had your virtual headsets on and you've got the scenery and stuff like and you're feeling something squishy and stuff like that like you think it's jello and next thing you know you're taking taking your virtual headset off and you've actually grabbed the boob by accident (laughs) that'd be amazing sexual harassment lawsuit in history I, I think it wasn't it, my fault. It was the virtual headset. I, I well, what what happens when one person has a virtual uh, headset and another person has a virtual headset, and then yeah. you bang into each other accidentally? I mean, do you feel yeah. the virtual vibration of basically <laughs> banging into someone else? <laughs> you both not only virtually fall on your asses, you actually legitimately fall on your asses too, and you take your headset off and realize that your face over apex. Wow, this is the most virtual re- reality I've ever felt banging into another person. It actually feels real. <laughs> hey, you know what I did see one time. You know what I did see one time. Right? I saw a bit of footage on YouTube. Right, literally, some lady had a virtual reality headset on, was actually behind the wheel of a real car and driving, and actually crashed into another car. And all of a sudden, you can hear her swearing. 
Like, what kind of stupid person are you? Take the virtual reality headset off before you drive, you noob. Oh, God. I, I mean, oh, like... God. Amazing. If you, if you ever look at, if you ever look at YouTube, look for YouTube. You might find it. It's probably the stupidest thing you'll ever see. Mm. It's it, it's actually back, back to you guys. <laughs> Do you want to start with your next question? Yeah, next question. How could companies make quote VR holidays more profitable, but at the same time affordable for the general public? For example, selling of the VR head headsets around the world. Marketing and creating a getaway holiday without leaving the home. Um, I reckon it would be it. Well, the thing is, there's this. Um, there is already something like that already that we have. So, uh, in a lot of museums, particularly one in uh, Mona in Tasmania, um, you can actually go on a virtual tour. Um, and I suppose if you really wanted to, you could actually buy merchandise and um, make it profitable. Uh, another way you could potentially do it is if you did everything by time. So at the moment, you've got um, this program called GeoFinder at the moment. I think I've and, heard of this. Yeah, and it's actually a pretty good game, actually. Um, it costs about um, $4.99 um, if you want to pay it per month, or you can just buy it outright. Um, for the year. Um, I can't remember how much it is per year, but um, you go to places, random places, and you have to basically guess where those places are. And it's built off Google Maps. Um, and um, if you were to make one, one way, you could actually potentially make money off, um, you know, uh, a virtual holiday, for example, was if you paid membership. Or alternatively, if, if you uh, watched a couple of ads from said country um, for like an hour or so or half an hour or so or 15 minutes and that would pay for your plane ticket effectively or your or your religion. So you, you could do it. There are there are ways of um, getting something that might seem free but really is actually being paid via advertising. I, I could see that um, potentially happening. Uh, I mean... I, th I, I think there's already that. I think, like you said, I think that's already available but... Um, I think for say some like a PC or a play, or whatever you, you know, the virtual thing, the virtual headsets and stuff like that have really got to be plugged into a plug and play source. Like, like in this case, in this case, what I'm using right now, a PC, you'd mm. plug in your virtual thing, you'd visit your link or whatever you need, whatever, it will detect whether or not you're using a virtual reality headset. So, and once that picks it up, and then you should be able to like just walk around and stuff like that. And, and almost feel like you're actually a part of the action. I think there's, I think there's auto detect for plug and play with regarding virtual. I don't, I can't say this for 100% certainty or whatever, but I would imagine if that was me, I would have it done that way. I would make a plug and play. I would make a virtual headset plug and play. So that way, if you visit a link and it picks up on your virtual reality, then, or the virtual reality headset, then you could just put it on and stop walking around like you're part of the action i would imagine they would charge and maybe a fraction of whatever whatever the cost it might be mm. or you know one maybe one tenth or whatever the full cost would be and you do your little virtual tour for as long as you want and it I doesn't mean, overload their servers i would imagine I, i'd imagine it wouldn't overload their servers either i mean for me the way I would market it, the way I would see companies marketing it, because now we've got TVs that we can start up or put against the wall. Imagine having a TV 
And it's not just a 3D, it can be 3D or holographic where instead of looking at the screen, the virtual hol uh, reality headset holiday pops out and you can almost touch it with your hands and with your, and you put on your headset while looking at the TV and it's sort of going um, brand new futuristic um, virtual holidays. This is what the headset looks like. This is how much um, it costs. This is the merchandise for it. You don't need to pay to go on a holiday. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to pack your bags. And, and you can actually, with the TV and your headset on, you can actually see what it looks like. And even though you can't physically feel it, it's like you're touching it. And it shows the imagery of the holiday and you see, you know, people laughing, swimming, dancing, eating, drinking. And it's sort of, it's enticing because it's a holiday package based, you're still in your house. Especially could regulate um, the uh, adult content on said holiday. So if, if this is a holiday for a family, okay, you could uh, plan where said family members go. If it's just, say, two adults, um, you could take them to more X-rated things. Um, if it's just for children, um, you could take it to uh, more um, childlike things. So you, you could potentially um, have the need uh, or, or the means to regulate where um, said uh, age group goes so it's not too um, overwhelming or they don't go to the wrong places. So that's another thing that, that might be something that they could consider. I don't know about going to a virtual adult movie or whatever. I, something tells me that's, yeah, just a little bit, you know, a little bit too weird for my liking. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? But what, what if you were to basically say, um, if you're an adult and you go into a strip club, for example, you wouldn't want your kids going into a strip club. So you could potentially say, um, create programs to stop your children from going into those places. Wouldn't that be like creating a profile, say if you enter, your per enter the person's age or whatever, you're this age and you'd get stopped at the door and just, you know. Yeah, pretty pretty much. And it's like, it, basically it's like Futurama. Uh, effectively, yeah. But I, I, I think you could potentially do that because if, if you're going to have like a holiday um, to go wherever, there has to be some sort of parental controls to stop your children yeah. from going into all those places you don't want them to go. Yeah, um, that's it. I agree. I agree with you, man. It needs some virtual age uh, of consent, and if you're not the age of what eighteen, you're just going to get stopped, and it's, you're just not going to let in. Not going to be let in unless you know how to hack the system, mm. which you don't really want to do. That I, I, to me, I don't think going into a virtual adult um, would be. You know, it, it would, even though it would be weird, it would just be probably a little too weird for me. I don't know about you. Get a virtual massage. Uh, I, I, well, I don't, I don't need to get a virtual massage. I get a real massage. Um, <laughs> that's when you're a good boy. And yeah. That's all when you lose at Monopoly. Oh, yes. I, I shouldn't have said the Monopoly. There's a story <laughs> about that, guys. They know about it and they've been posting it on Facebook. No, that, that's when I get sent to prison. That's when that happens. Um, <laughs> you don't even have to roll a triple double either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what are you two talking about? Monopoly. Okay. And we're um, talking about virtual adult uh, places okay. to go to. Yes. So we were, to, yeah, we were talking about um, virtual massages. Virtual massages. So if we were to basically <laughs> perhaps um, have age restrictions on, say, sending your children to particular areas in, um, say, Paris, for example. 
um, where they might have quote unquote adult films. I mean, is this yeah. appropriate to talk about? Um, well, that's why you'd probably have like a um, a nanny like program to stop children from entering said buildings. It's like it's like that net nanny. You remember the net nanny from uh, what the I think it was the. But did that come out in the 90s or something? Yeah, the it came out in, yeah. Fran Drescher. One of those things. Net, net nanny came that, out in the 90s. Not yeah. that, not that net nanny. That's the actual that's the nanny. That's the actual, from... that's the real one. This is the virtual one. <laughs> we're talking about the virtual right, you're one. You're going off topic. One. You're talking about Fran Drescher. We're actually talking about virtual uh nanny systems, you know, to stop kids from visiting, you know, those kind of um, yeah. uh, virtual sites. Uh yeah, virtual adult sites. There you go. Yeah. The thing I want to say about this is imagine putting your virtual reality headset on and you can in your house, you could actually like push a button or um, press something or use your hand and tell the TV or tell, you know, tell the, the smart house, hey, take me to on this virtual holiday in this country. Imagine standing in your home. And you sort of or 20 hours in. And then what happens if you have to go like to the bathroom or something? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Do, do, do you basically go to the, the virtual um, bathroom in the Louvre? No, I or, think what... or, or do you try and find it in your own home and then realize that you're, you're pissing in your own um, <laughs> closet? <laughs> Place will be boys. <laughs> oh, virtually, of course. I hope yes, so. Virtually, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get into a lot of trouble after this podcast. Are you kidding? I love this virtual talk. I love it. <laughs> what's your next question? I love what's, it. What's your next fun. question? Yeah. Okay. It says here currently the Mona Tasmania offers internet viewership of its entire museum in Tasmania. Could this be a potentially new market for visiting uh, tourist destinations virtually? Um, I, I honestly believe it, it can be. I mean, okay, for a start, um, due to COVID, we can't actually go to Tasmania. Um, and, um, but, um, you know, the Mona does have um, a virtual tour of its museum. Um, and this can actually create a lot of um, advantages, both financially and um, also uh, marketably. So, if, if you want to go see any of the pieces that are in um, the Mona, um, you, uh, it, it wouldn't really be that hard. And if they charged you a membership fee, it would keep the, the museum alive effectively. Um, and there'd be other things that they could also do if, if there was, um, uh, if you wanted to buy, say, a poster at that of said museum, you could um, order said poster at, at their gift shop and have that um, poster sent to your home so, um, to make it a bit more real kind of thing. So I, I think it would be a really good idea, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, if you're wondering why my screen went white just a moment ago or bright, I was actually looking at there is actually some, as you can see right now, I'm just, so I'm actually on a website right now. There is some virtual tours you can actually go to in Australia right now. I'm just having a look here. You can do the Art Gallery of New South Wales. That's apparently a virtual uh, thing the art gallery of South Australia, the Australian Museum, the Australian National Surfing Museum, the Lady Elliot Island on the Great Barrier Reef. That's a virtual tour as well, apparently. Fraser Island, the Great Barrier Reef, the H. There is unlimited 
amount of virtual tours you go to. I think this stuff is brilliant. Uh, I'm glad that they thought of this kind of stuff, but this is what it says here, best virtual tours. This is from uh, new, uh, newlywithkids.com.au. That's that's the site where I'm actually looking at right now. We can actually do some virtual tours. You can actually, it gives you some advice on where you can go to do some virtual tours. I think the, the idea of virtual tours is a tremendous idea. Mm. Mm. And, and it'll also be entertaining for the kids too if, of course if you all have the virtual headsets and stuff like that you can virtually look around mm. what do you think uh, great okay all right what's the next question next question is um would merchandise be feasible if virtual reality uh holidays or virtual holidays were to take place yes absolutely um it, it, again it, um it it wouldn't really be that hard to basically buy anything um, on um, a cart because we already do that already. Uh, we already buy things off the internet already. Um, but uh, the potential to not only buy, okay, so just say I want to um, buy a cricket bat from the SCG, right? Uh, I probably won't get the real cricket bat for sure but I could probably get a virtual cricket bat that looks exactly the same. Um, and I could probably keep that on my virtual profile and then look at it. No, 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 no. I, I think, I think, I think the better option would be to, to if you wanted to order, if you wanted to order like a cricket bat, stuff like that, then mm. I would actually send you the cricket bat because all you need to do is just give your uh, address details, you pay with PayPal or whatever. I think that's the safest way to do things these days is with PayPal. Uh, but a virtual one, I don't think a virtual one would be very, very useful, obviously, unless you want to have a screensaver or something like that. But I don't think it's, I don't think it beats, say, having a real cricket bat. If you buy one from, the, say, the Sydney Cricket Ground or whatever, mm. you buy one, you can actually, you know, hold, oh, when it gets delivered to you, you yeah. can actually take it out the back or, you know, or frame it or something like I've got these guitars over here. I framed them. Well, they're not really framed. They're just hung up on my wall, see? So I, I can see that actually working, yeah. I, like, I, I don't think, it, just because you're seeing something online that might be free, that doesn't mean that um, you can't take a souvenir of, of anything. I think that that's something that, that will continuously go. Um, I, so think that, I, think, I think souvenirs via virtual tours would be more profitable, even if you can't actually get out to, the, uh, get out to where you're going. But just do a virtual tour and then just go to the souvenir shop, which is also virtual, but they will send you the real thing because I don't see any point of them sending a virtual fake thing. They just need, it just needs to be the actual product. Yeah. It depend, I suppose it depends on, on what exactly the product is and um, oh, yeah, what, what, the, what, it, what it is um, you're, you're wanting to buy. I mean, um, again, if it's a cricket bat, yeah, I can totally see that being purchased because everyone likes um, cricket bats who like cricket, right? Uh, it's going to suck if you um, during COVID if you can't play. But um, but your case where you've got guitars in the background that you can just um, hang on your wall, that's just a great idea that that people could just do when they um, visit, um, you know, perhaps the opera house or something like that. So um, yeah, I, I could I could totally see see that happening, um, and I don't think that would would ever really hinder people from buying those items. To be honest, um, what what's another question we got? Uh, is it okay if I contribute to this? Yes, of course. Okay, so what I think is that I do think it's feasible for merchandise because 
imagine standing at home in your pajamas or something and you put on your virtual headset you want to go for a holiday the merchandise is imagine going on that holiday and as Buckley said being able to buy take for example a cricket bat or a basketball you create your avatar you create your profile and with that profile you buy things that are virtualistic and when you have your avatar and say you want to wear your holiday, your clothes in the holiday, mm. you pick your outfit and your shoes and your hat and your sunglasses um, and, and your shoes and things like that and be able to wear the outfits and it's kept on your sort of virtual holiday profile. Um, profile. Your virtual and- profile so you can wear it every time you go into a virtual anywhere. As yeah, for me, but, as for me, you know, I I would I would just be I would just be cheap and just go and join the nutty or something, you know, just to just to because I'm the kind of person that wouldn't buy virtual clothing and stuff like that, you know. Just, yeah, but you know. I mean, you could get virtual hair, so you could get a mohawk, like a green mohawk or something like that, um, you know, with the virtual avatar, for example, and you could pay for that, um, and there'd be a whole bunch of services that you could pay for online. Um, a virtual barber and pay your virtual bar. See, that's another thing, you know, virtual, you're wasting, A, you're wasting virtual money, which is probably going to end up being real money just to, just for a customization, just for a customization. That's what, that's the, that's the hairy issue there. Because mm. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, like, not because I'm tired or whatever. Yeah, it's right. just to talk about um, the virtual stuff, you know, you're just wasting money for no reason. Well, okay, so for what I've heard, um, you in order for it to be a product, um, like for a general sense, um, it does need to be something that's tangible in order for it to be called a product. However, um, if um, you're uh, quote unquote selling um, something that you can't touch, that can be considered a service. So even though um, a, a microtransaction, yeah. So so even so, just say you get like a spiky haircut that's virtual, and you've got green hair, and that that might be actually considered a service as opposed to actually a product, even though you might pay for um, the haircut to be done on your avatar. So even though it might feel like a product, it's actually a service because it's not it's non tangible, basically. It's not something you can actually touch. Whereas if you basically buy a cricket bat, you can touch that. You can feel that. It'll be sent to your home. You know, you can play with it. You know, it's tangible. So, but it, it can still be done. It can still be done. Next question is, uh, is visiting something for free actually less or more luxurious than visiting it for real? Well, obviously, it's. I think it's more um, luxurious um, to actually visit the place because you're seeing it, you're looking at it, you're touching it, you're feeling, you're smelling the atmosphere and all of that that goes with it. You're, you're experiencing the culture and, and all of that because you're in the space of the place. As far as making something more luxurious, um, I suppose you could, um, if you basically offer more services to a product so for example if you got little show bags or something like that um, by paying a little bit extra money 
or you got to see more um, locations if you got to pay for a bit more money or you, you got to see those like locations for a bit more time, which means it could be a timeshare, then you could make it a bit more luxurious or even the way for which you, you enter said um, place. So um, I noticed that Kat basically mentioned you get on a Boeing 747 to get to your destination. What if you, um, the way for which you get there was on a cruise ship? um instead of a dinger dinghy or something like that um you know what if um they really did spruce it up and and charge and charge you for the way in which you appear to go there they may even um um include the three-piece suit to make it more luxurious so i think there are little sneaky ways to make it more luxurious however i don't think it's in comparison to actually something that's tangibly real what do you think uh um, well, you talk about uh, the original question there was, is it, uh, well, you know, if, I were, if I did a virtual tour of a place or a hotel or whatever, and say, if I liked it, right, you know, it would, it might make me want to actually go there, uh, go there for real, just to see if it all matches up, because that's one thing that you got to look for as well, because if it if say going to a place virtually and it's this and you go there and it's completely different because you know people have a tendency to uh what's the word over exaggerate what they've really got you know basically it's basically it's like google maps you could be on one you could be on one frame and it'd be sunlight you'd be in the next frame it'd be dark or whatever mm. um you gotta be careful of that kind of stuff you're gonna do like go to a virtual hotel or whatever it's got to it's got to they've got to be real there's got to be real checks on these kind of things just to make sure it is what it is because if it is what it is on a virtual and it's not you've just done your money over mm. and you probably won't want to you know go to another a place like that again well i mean like there's just a way to virtual yeah. there's, again there's ways around it so what so what if there's a hotel just for instance, um, that has 26 rooms, right? Um, on virtually, right? And the manager of said hotel or the programmer of said hotel basically says to you, if you want the more luxurious experience to get to the captain's corner where you've got uh, 29 rooms instead of 26 and they're way more luxurious, but in order to see it, you have to pay more money. That would automatically make um, your experience more luxurious or it may not be depending on the quality of your experience um, but uh, if you kind of limit what one sees online as opposed to showing everything um, there are sneaky ways to make it appear more luxurious that's what I'm basically getting at yeah, my, uh, my, my also like I said my concern is the microtransactions like that Say if you want to see this area here, you're gonna to have to give them a little bit more and a little bit more. You've got to limit. There's really got to be limitations because it could also be a form of gambling, I suppose, without it being called gambling, mm. as well. So you're just taking a chance that this might actually be a lot better. Oh look, there's a wardrobe over there with a pair of socks in it. You've just done it. You've just done another dollar sixty nine or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So I can definitely, I definitely see that happen. But, but one thing I, I do notice that when you say you mentioned the socks that are, might be found in a drawer or whatever, 
um, you can virtually screw them over by commenting and saying, this is shit, even with the luxurious things that I got. So um, you, you can comment on how bad something actually is and people naturally yeah. will. So that's, that's your preventer to go, uh, is this really worth spending the extra $4.99 to see something that's not even real or not even there? Um, I'll be decided of it, but you could also look at the comments to go, this is crap. And people do that with normal apps anyway and go, yeah, this is terrible. I'm not waiting. Some people actually do that just for the sake of trolling people. See, that's another thing too. You know, I do see a lot of reviews out there, which are just trolling for the sake of trolling because they've, because uh, they've been told that this has happened. And, but the people that are, uh voting down on these things haven't actually been there themselves so that is a possibility uh, yeah sure yeah um next question okay uh if we visited other countries virtually would we sign in as ourselves or would we sign in as our avatars or create an avatar i think it'd just be fun just to sign in as um your avatar because if you're basically going there and wanting to um see for yourself everything i mean you may as well like when in you heard that term when in rome do as the romans do well if i was to go to rome um i'd dress up as caesar um as my avatar dress up and see dress up as caesar i dress up as caesar you know salad virtually virtually of course i'd just get my toga and have my gold thing that's through my hair and everything like that and that would be my avatar and i'd be uh when i go to rome i do as the romans do you know Oh, but then again, there's lots of priests there right now, so I wouldn't want to dress up as a priest right now, but um, but that's really Vatican City, so that's a different story. Um, but I don't know, maybe the, um, I could dress up as a bishop that's a bit higher ranking or something like that. Uh, anyway, um, what have you got to say about that? <laughs> um, I, would, I think I'd like to sign in as my avatar, even though it's me, my avatar would match my personality and my attitude and it would match my sense of humor and my playful side. And I think you could create an avatar that looks exactly like you and to go on this holiday. And I think instead of signing in as yourself, you sign in as your avatar and you know, it's you, but you're able to, you know, sort of make, make your avatar just like you. So, um, but what would your avatar be if you were to do it? I think I would have, I don't know. I'd be about. She'd be about my height, long blonde, uh, honey caramel hair. Uh, I don't know. She'd be more sort of. I don't know. But would you buy clothes, you know, to suit your avatar? Absolutely, so, absolutely. So if there was a shop, so um, just say we are going to say Italy, um, would you go into a Dolce Vagana? Um, no, I'm, I'm not. No, I don't think I'd go to Dolce Gabbana shop. I think I'm more of a free spirit. I'd probably go to like flea market, mm. you know, um, or an op shop and buy something. Mm. Flea markets are pretty cool. I wouldn't mind going there, buy some clothes, shoes, jewelry, headbands, things like that, handbags, you know, and just sort of spending money in a flea market or an, or an op shop and sort of have the sort of boho chic type of look or the modern look. Mm. Cat, cat would go. Cat would go to the thrift shop. What? 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 what oh, sorry. I must be thinking of that Michael Micklemore song again. Um, as for me, I would go. Say, if I was to go to a different country, I would go as an avatar, but it would be of myself. You know how I would dress. You know, nothing fancy, none of that crap. Because I'm not really a fancy bloke. I'm just plain as 
plain as the day is long, I suppose. Um, so people would know that it's me. I ain't gone up and eyed. So you're not going to dress up as Michael Jackson or anything like that and enter wherever you No, want. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I wouldn't even buy any extra skins. Screw that. No, okay. No worries. I'm cheap. I'm so cheap, man. I'm so cheap, I won't even tip a canoe. <laughs> okay. No Last worries. question. What are your favourite holiday places if you are going to take a virtual holiday? Um... Do you know what? I'd love to go to Fiji. I'd, I'd definitely go to Fiji. That would be my ideal virtual place that I'd, I'd definitely go to. I'd, I'd, I'd just go to every pub there. I would go to see the culture there. I'd go canoeing there. I'd go to um, the beach there. I'd stay in um, all the beautiful hotels there. I'd go to Suva. Yeah, that, that's where I'd go. That, that would be my place to go. If it was a virtual holiday, if I was if I was to go on a virtual holiday, I would go to the United States, I suppose. But that would be, I guess, the place I would go to because I know my brother's been, I know my dad's from the United States. I've been to the UK, literally. I have been to, I've been to, what was it the Greater Man? Is it Greater Manchester? I think it might have been Greater Manchester or something on those lines. But anyway, I have been to the UK. That's because, uh, like, I know I went and saw you know, the street where my nan grew up on. So that was, that just blew my mind. The one thing that blows your mind is, right, instead of having your virtual tour, I say, well, I, well, in this case, you could do your virtual tour. But one thing I noticed when I was over in the UK doing my real tour is the guttering. You know how the Australian guttering is really, really deep? Yeah. The, say about, say, this big off the ground or whatever. Yeah. The UK stuff is only like half that size and it's sloped. Every street wow. that I saw was sloped, but it was like half the size. So that was one thing that I got straight away. But if I was to take a virtual tour, I would take a virtual tour of the United States. There's what 50, was it 52 states in America or one of or something like that? You know, pick a state, man. You've got plenty of states to choose from. I'm sure every one of them have got something of cultural significance that would interest me. Hmm. Where would you go? Um, I'd have to agree with you. I definitely want to go visit the States as I have family in the States and I have friends in the States. Uh, for me, it would have to be New York City. Um, New York, Big Apple. Uh, yeah, I'd love to go on a virtual holiday during the day to New York. I'd also love to go to New York at night. I'd love to go to LA, San Francisco. Um, I'd love to tour all of America, especially Washington, D.C. I'd love to go to Canada. Um, I have a love for Canada. Um, I want to go to the UK. Maybe something about the maple syrup, right? No, I just love Canada. Uh, I'd love to go no, to the UK. The maple syrup. No, of course not. But I'd love to go to the UK. Um, I'd love to go to Rome, Italy, Venice. Um, I have family in Italy. Um, I'd love to go to Paris. I have family in Paris. I'd love to go to Venezuela. I'd love to go to Brazil. I I, I could go anywhere in the European vicinity of the world and and just take a virtual holiday i mean how cool would it be to to find yourself standing uh, at saint peter's basilica as your avatar and your avatar is taking pictures and your pictures end up on your profile and it's sort of or you go to the beach or you go to dodger stadium or you go to the super bowl or you're doing this or doing that i think i'd love to go to some of those countries that i'd also love to go to um to, to see Buckingham Palace, maybe Kensington Palace. 
I'd love to sort of uh, London Eye. I'm, I'm obsessed with Europe. Like I would love to go to Europe. There's so many places you could go to just to you don't have enough time just to rattle them off. So you just have to pick one, you know, but I'm like you, I couldn't pick just one because there's so many, there's so much of the world that people would, people would want to see. And if, you know, they can't get to it uh, in real life, go to it virtually, at least for the time being. I think um, Spain would be another one. Spain, Greece. Yeah, Spain. Greece would be great. Hum- yeah. Humanity, imagine going to the Colosseums. That would be fantastic. Just just going on a virtual tour there. Or, um, you know, one, one place I'd actually love to go is Hong Kong. I'd love to go to Hong Kong um, and see what that's like. I'd love to see the, the markets of Hong Kong. I'd love to go to where the Sound of Music was filmed. Some parts of it was uh, filmed in America, but the other parts were filmed in Vienna um in Strasbourg I would love 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 to do the whole sound of music tour even if it's on a virtual holiday Mm. I think I'd love to see what it looks like now um and just see the world through a virtual reality headset I think that'd be really cool if I had to pick a place another place I'd probably love to go to Scotland and oh yes and see a lot of the castles that they have there that would actually be my late pop was from my late pop was from uh, Scotland so I know exactly the Scottish accent. It's a really, really, it was a really, really strong Scottish accent. Yeah. You hear what he's saying, but you're thinking to yourself, is that what he really said? Because it was such a strong Scottish accent. I have found and, th- and the weird thing is, and the weird thing is, he actually married to he actually married my nan, who was English. So there was an English and Scottish uh pick of my family. So go figure that one out. I'd love to visit Scotland. Our family in Scotland, and also see the as Bucket said, the castles. I'd love to see, you know, uh, William Wallace's uh, places where he stood and where he fought and things like that. I think it'd be really, really cool. Do, do you know what I, I actually would like to do? Can you just imagine this, right? Um, you're going to Scotland, and for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're listening to Scotland the Brave in a Celt. I think yeah. I'd have to go to the 500 miles by the proclaimers. <laughs> I think the final place I'll probably go on virtual reality is, uh, or virtual holiday is Ireland. I think Ireland's beautiful in the summertime. So I'd definitely like to take a trip to Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last think, thoughts? Uh, last thoughts. Um, I'm really, really tired and um, I had a great <laughs> time, but um, I, I can definitely see this happening and I would love to go on a virtual holiday. If, if we're stuck in lockdown for another two years. Uh, I've got some final thoughts too, right? I think a virtual holiday is good, but I think maybe the the concerning part would be microtransactions. You know, if they start throwing in microtransactions, it would, it would probably, you know, be less of an incentive to actually do a virtual tour if you're going to throw in virtual, if you're going to throw in uh, microtransactions everywhere. That's my one concern about uh, mm-hmm. doing a virtual tour. You set yourself broke just by staying at home. Yeah. Well, I think that I'd love to go on a virtual holiday myself. I think it'll be a great experience. It'll be a great time and certainly collect memories. And then one day when the pandemic is over, save up some money and get on a plane and go and visit these actual sites that you've gone to virtually and really, really see the sites and the culture and the food and the the music and, you know, the the buildings and architecture. I think that'd be really cool. Actually, Leon, I reckon I could sell that, you know, to go broke in the comfort of your own home. You know, so, what do you reckon? 
no, no but, yeah. boys, staying at home. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, and we will see you next Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. We're also now on Spotify. Make sure you follow us there. And uh, invite your friends to uh, subscribe to Catspace. Don't forget to push the notification bell. They'll give you all the podcasts. And tell and us what, and tell what us time of avatar would, would yeah. you dress up and where, and would, where you would you go? And where would you go on the virtual holiday as well? We'd yeah. love to find out. See you later. Bye. Bye.